effort this evening is to get our focus on what we will be doing on the last full week of January. We'll be doing this, having a themed uh, type message, if you will, that focuses us on what we are going to be doing the last uh, full week of January. That is our consecration week. It'll be a time of prayer. Uh, we'll take time every single night to pray uh, as a body. Then we will conclude with praying to the tabernacle. Uh, many of our ministry leaders will uh, be taking us through those um, two pieces of furniture a night. And uh, so I'm not focusing on the tabernacle. I'm focusing on the other portion, the other portion of our time. And I hope that it's not something that is just what we do on the last week of a month, but I hope that it is something that we do as a body of Christ uh, continually, all the time making our efforts and our prayer time beneficial. Amen. I want to I want to get something done when I pray. Anybody else? Amen. I don't know about you, but sometimes in my life and the course of my life, I'm, I'll be 40 in March. And I have prayed and I've gotten up from prayer and I have said to myself, well, that was a colossal waste of time. I didn't get anything done. I don't want to feel that way. I want us to know that we got something done in our prayer time. And so my effort is tonight to give us some uh, keys, to give us some things that we can do as prayer warriors, as people of God, to make sure that we do something when we pray, amen, that we get somewhere when we pray. Tonight I'm going to be speaking on channels of approach, how we approach the King, how we approach Jesus Christ. First Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1. I've talked so long that everybody's read it, but that's all right. I exhort, therefore... That first of all, supplication, somebody say supplication. Supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Jesus we thank you for this Wednesday evening, this first Wednesday, Lord. Tonight, God, I ask that you would enlighten us, give us some help, give us some direction from your word. Give us some direction, Lord, that would help us as men and women of God. Lord, that we would be prayer warriors, that we would be attentive and smart and, and educated when we come before you, our King. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we're asking that you would bless us with your presence tonight, your power, your peace, and your love. In Jesus' name, and the church says amen. If you would turn around and greet someone, give them a wave, fist bump, whatever it is, shoulder bump, let them know that you're glad to see them in the house of the Lord this evening. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Again, to those of you that are joining us online, thank you for joining us on First Wednesday. Somebody asked me, or Brother Ashley asked me when we were walking in, he said, you need a sweat rag tonight. I said, no. I did that because I didn't want a sweat rag. I want to try to treat you a little bit if I can. So I'm going to uh, be very methodical and stay as close as I can to my notes. I sometimes call, make myself a liar when I do that, but my intentions are to stay as close as possible. And I've got to do it because it's 722 and I don't have very much time. Uh, but we're going to get into the word of the Lord. Praise God. The God that we serve is. Somebody say is. is. He is approachable. That word approachable, I can remember as a young person, as a, a student, adolescent living in my parents' home, that people would come to me and they would tell me things that they wanted to tell my father. And they said, do you think that that would make him upset? I'm like, I don't know, go talk to him. Oh, but he's not approachable. And I would say, no, he's, he's really, he's a big teddy bear, I promise you. He's not mean, he's not gonna beat you up, and he's real nice, and, and he is. He really, he, that's who he is. But for whatever reason, maybe it was the, the caterpillar eyebrows, I don't have a clue, so one of those things. <laughs> I say all that, but they're coming to me right now. My little 
little Quinn, she'll give me a hug and she'll say, Daddy, your eyebrows hurt. And I'm doing my very best to keep them groomed. I don't, I don't know what the reason was, but for some reason, people felt that Bishop was not approachable, but in fact, he was. And every time someone finally got up the courage to uh, talk to him, I don't know, they, they felt like they were okay. But God that we serve, the one and only true God, is approachable. We can talk to him. We can carry on conversation with him. Jesus Christ is approachable. Somebody say amen. amen. The scripture that we're looking at and we're, we're going through tonight regarding prayer teaches us to approach him and the correct way to do so. The correct way to come to him. The correct way to talk to him. The Old Testament gives us spiritual parallels and it gives us customs of what you were to do when you were approaching a king. You were approaching the throne. And you couldn't simply just walk in, march in, and make your request. Even the queen couldn't do that. There were some things that you had to go through. The golden sepulcher had to be stretched out to you. And you would be given the opportunity to come in. And when we pray, we were approaching the king of kings and the lord of lords. There's also a way to approach him. Amen? He is approachable. And no, it's not like it was there in the Old Testament, but there is a proper way to come to Jesus Christ. There is a proper way to touch the hem of his garment, and we must come to him on his terms and not our terms. Amen. <laughs> I've had many conversations, and I know many of you in the room probably have as well. Man, I, I asked God this. He didn't do it. Well, Let's look at our life. Let's look at our commitment. Let's look at Jesus Christ. Let's look at how we serve him. Do we serve him? I talked to someone last night as I was going to get some food for the family, and, and I invited this individual uh, to church, and their statement to me was, I, you know, I mean, they were, at, they were at God's house of chicken, and they said to me, it was very caught off guard, to be honest with you. They, uh, I'm not talking about Cain's. That's Antichrist. But... <laughs> But I was at the Chick-fil-A. And as I went in, as I went through the drive-through, this dear lady that I spoke to, she made the statement to me that she doesn't do religion. And I said, Really? And she said, Yeah, my grandfather did religion, my family. She gave me the whole the whole pedigree of what, what went on in life. But my I think it was grandmother got sick and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and she died. And then my cousin was killed in the house fire and et cetera, et cetera. And the things went on, I don't do that anymore. I don't do religion. I don't do, I don't, I don't approach Jesus anymore. I used to be a person of faith, but now I'm not a person of faith. And we've had those conversations with people. And now because I prayed and it didn't happen, I'm done praying. There's a proper way to approach Jesus Christ. There's a proper way to come before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I don't know why God does what he does. I don't know why it rains on the just and the unjust simply only thing I can tell you simply because that's what it says it's going to do. Amen. And I don't know. I can't give you every single detail. I can't give you every answer of why things happen the way they happen. But I do know that there's a proper way to approach Jesus Christ. And when we come to him on his terms and not our terms, things will go better for us when it comes to prayer. Somebody say amen. amen. Psalm 65 and verse 4. Blessed is the man. Blessed is is the man whom thou choosest. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest. Calls us to approach unto thee that he may dwell in thy courts. Our text, our text sets forth four primary channels of approach. Somebody say four. You got a pen, get it out. Prayer, underline it. Supplication, underline it. Intercession, underline it. And thanksgiving. Prayer, supplication, intercession, and thanksgiving. When talking to someone on a radio like our 
our team, our safety team uses, you have to be on the same channel. You have to use the same channel. You have to make sure that Brother Rawls and the person out in the hallway and the person out in the parking lot are all on the same channel so you can talk to each other, so you can communicate with each other. And it is the exact same way when we talk to God. We must find what channel he is responding to. Otherwise, prayer will be frustrating. It will be discouraging. It will be, I gave up on that because it didn't work for me. Amen? And so we must find the proper channel. The first channel that we're going to talk about just for a moment, I'm going to spend a little time on each of these. The first one is prayer. Somebody say prayer. Prayer. Prayer, prayer here simply means talking to God. That's pretty profound, isn't it? Talking to God. You mean that I got to talk to God? I mean, I mean, I, all I got to do is say something to him? That's all you have to do. You do not have to come in with a, mm, Lord Jesus. You don't have to, dear God in heaven, I'll come before you. You don't have to put your one-act play voice on it. You simply just talk to him. I will give you me, for example, when I finally realized that I did not have to swing my fist and scream and holler and yell to have communication with Jesus, it was the biggest weight off of my shoulders. I promise. Because there's a lot of times that I, and I still do to this day, sometimes I'm in the prayer room and I'm just listening. I'm just listening. And there were some that I heard pray. Well, i got to pray like that. i got to do it. Well, I'm going to get anywhere. Well, what I didn't see is that individual was praying like that, but all week long they were just talking to Jesus. They were in the presence of the Lord. And so I, I was missing out on that intimate time, that just communication with Jesus Christ. And I thought as a young kid that I had to, like, stomp my foot and raise my hands and, and get all crazy and sweat pouring down. There are times for that. Amen? Amen? But prayer is just simply talking to God. That's pretty incredible, isn't it? That's all you got to do. Jesus, I love you. I am so thankful that you died for me. I just want to carry on a conversation with you. I just want to talk to you. I want to communicate with you. And what is absolutely incredible, and I'm getting off my notes, what is absolutely incredible when you learn that and you get that, he will talk back to you. It is not some shaky thing. For, the building doesn't shake. It may for you, but it, the building doesn't shake, but you feel the presence of the Lord come over you. You feel him sit beside you. You feel him talk to you. You feel him communicate back to you. When you say something to him, I'm telling you, it's happened for me in that prayer room right there many a time that I just begin to pray and talk to him, and then tears begin to run down my face. I wasn't praying anything that would make me cry, but I felt the goodness and the presence of God come sit right beside me and begin to speak to me and minister to me. And all I was doing is saying, Lord, I, I really love you, and I just want to come speak to you today. And I just, God, I, I want you to know how I feel about you. And when I do that, the presence of the Lord comes in and begins to speak. Prayer. Prayer just simply means talking with the Lord. To speak to God. To speak to God as you would speak to a friend. When you are on the channel of prayer, you may need to feel a strong, there's no need to feel a strong unction or emotion that I just talked about a moment ago. In fact, we should understand that the quality of our prayer time should not be gauged upon the intensity of our emotions. I had a good prayer time. Why? Because you're sweating and you got great drops of blood coming from your forehead and you don't have a dry piece of clothes on. No, that doesn't mean that you had a great prayer meeting. You might have just got hoarse. That's all that happened to you. Gauge it on communicating with him and him communicating back to you. It's not about the inten intensity. It's not about the great sweat drops. It's not about how loud you got or how quiet you spoke. Just communicate with Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody, anybody feel that tonight? We have to communicate with him on his terms. We generally start our prayer time in the channel of prayer. And then we open up, open our hearts and our spirits to be led into other channels. Channel two 
supplication. Look at our scripture there. Supplication. Supplication is a little more intense than prayer. It's a little more intense than prayer. It will generally be accomplished with feelings, tears, and other emotions. It is here that we sense the Spirit prompting and directing our prayer. Has that ever happened to you? If it's never happened to you, I encourage you to allow it to happen to you. When you begin to talk to him, God will begin to urge you. I will tell you, yesterday morning, I was in my closet, and I was kneeling down at my little ottoman in my closet, and I was praying, just talking to God. That's all. I, wasn't, I, I didn't have any specific thing that was happening, but God began to urge me about a situation. And as he began to urge me about that situation, I began to weep, and I began to pray about this situation and this person. And, man, the presence of God was awesome. And then after my prayer time was over, I was sitting there, sitting there on my ottoman. I was just putting some notes in my, in my notes on my phone, and I got a phone call. And the phone call talked to me about just what happened to me, just what I was doing, just what I was talking to God about, just what God had urged me to begin to pray about. This person said, when I was in prayer this morning, this happened to me, and I was praying for this individual. It happened. It was absolutely incredible. So I'm just telling you, when you begin to pray and begin to talk to God, God will take you into other areas, other channels of prayer. He'll begin to direct you about something or someone. And it, I encourage you to allow God to prompt you into supplication. Amen? Prompt you into that place that it's about something or someone else because something is going to happen. Amen? God will prompt us into supplication. To help our faith. And that's what happened to me. Personally. That's what happened to me. I, I went there. I prayed about that. And then God confirmed it with a phone call. And it helped my faith. It, I, I, I believe it. I know this is going to happen. I know this stuff is going to take place. That I talked about. And what God. That just lets me know that God's eye is on the sparrow. And he's watching me. He's directing me. He's showing me things. He's giving me direction that I need to go. I want to tell you, this is important because a lot of people, we just haphazardly pray. Oh, Jesus, touch this Chick-fil-A. Oh, Jesus, man, help my car keep running. Or, oh, Jesus, man, my kids are crazy. I need you to save them all. <laughs> that, that, those are okay prayers. I pray those too from time to time. Lord, if you don't heal these heathens, I'm going to heal them with a belt. You know, things like that. Um, but my, we just haphazardly pray. But when we get focused and we get in the channel of how we need to approach God, things really begin to happen. Amen. Channel three, intercession. Intercession. Many of you, I want to say this, just give a little plug. Many of you probably received the emails from Truth Church, and if you want to be a part of our intercessory prayer team, I'm waiting on that, that number to build up. I'm waiting on that number to continue to build up because I want some intercessory prayer warriors. I want you to study about intercessory prayer. I want you to get into intercessory prayer, and I want us to pray because... Ladies and gentlemen, in 2022, I want intercessory prayer warriors to pray that those waters will be troubled. I want intercessory prayer warriors to pray that these altars would be filled. Amen? And that's what it's going to take. It's going to take that type of prayer. Intercession. Intercession is as deep as one can go in prayer. If prayer can be compared to the Old Testament tabernacle, intercession is the inter. Of the inter, inside, enter of the Holy of Holies. When we enter the channel of intercession, the Holy Ghost is taking over our tongue and our body and our praying through us. Intercession will most always involve praying in tongues and groaning. Has anybody in the house ever felt that? Praise God. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 26, if you have your Bibles. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit, somebody say the Spirit. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he, he that searcheth the heart, knoweth what, it, what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession 
for the saints according to the will of God. Intercession. Intercession is despair of the soul. We must have an answer or I'm going to die. I want to have an answer. You've heard the old adage. You've heard the old saying, push, pray until something happens. That is what intercession is all about. I've got to have a break. I've got to have an answer. I've got to see something come to pass. I've got to have this. I'm going to pray until I feel that release. I'm going to pray until I know that God has answered my prayer. Intercession. Intercession is a particular prayer for a particular thing or a particular time. It usually gets a quick result because it is praying for current needs. Intercession requires allowing your soul to be directed in prayer. You cannot be your own. You must pray when the Spirit bids you. Let me stop here for a moment. A lot of times we just pray until we're done praying. It happens a whole lot right here in this altar. I'm done praying and we don't know what else to do. And so we just stand there, we sit there, we look around. Sometimes the Spirit is bidding you. We need to be sensitive to God bidding us and get into that intercessory prayer. I want us to be intercessory prayer warriors. Somebody say amen. amen. God has chosen human agency to accomplish his work on the earth. He doesn't care until we do. That's why I've asked Sister Olivia to put it in our email that if you want to be on the intercessory prayer team, get on the intercessory prayer team. What are we going to do? We're going to pray for our baptism waters to be troubled. We're going to pray for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He doesn't care until we care. We're going to pray for backsliders to fill this house. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're going to pray for God to bless and to minister and to bless our homes and bless our finances and bless our health. Give us jobs. and We're going to pray for those things. Why? Because he doesn't care until we care. Ladies and gentlemen, we are. It's been said thousands upon thousands of times through the years, through the decades, that this is the lighthouse on the hill. I want us to be the lighthouse on the hill. Amen? If we're going to be the lighthouse on the hill, then we got to care about it. we got to pray about it. we got to talk to Jesus Christ about that. Amen. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Often... When God places intercession on us, we don't know the need. We simply feel an urgency to pray right now for a certain person or a situation. Has that happened to anybody in the house? Can you raise your hand? I felt it. I, you probably have too. I have been asleep, dead asleep. I don't know how you sleep, but I sleep dead asleep. Like I'm talking, you ain't going to wake me up. And in my elder years of almost 40, there's this thing that happens, and I don't know why it happens. I'm going to go to the doctor and figure it out. But there's this noise that comes from your body. And I'm telling you, I don't know what happens. I have no idea. I'm oblivious to it. I have been recorded now, that, and so I do know it happens. But anyway, it's called a snore. And apparently, I've become overweight or something, and I snore. And so in my snoring, I hear things like, Oh, would you go to the living room? Or, you think I'm kidding. Y'all think she's all sweet and kind and all. You don't know what I know. I'm not exaggerating. She's not here to defend herself tonight, so I'm just going to keep on. I promise. It happened a couple weeks ago, and I found, I, she said it. And I, I, woke up, I woke up on this one. She let me know. Gave me the elbow, said what she said. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm dead asleep. I don't even know this is happening. She's like, I can't even sleep. And I'm like, and I'm talking about that type of sleep. I've been in that type of sleep before, and I have been woken up. There's no, you can't just wake me up. God forbid our house catches on fire because I'm going to be the last one out. But God, Jesus, don't let that happen. But. 
but I have been woken up by Jesus, no doubt about it. And it's been a specific individual or a specific something that I needed to pray for. And so I get up, I walk to my bathroom, go into my little closet, I get on my knees, and first of all, I get upset. Like, God, why, why you got to wait till 3 o'clock in the morning? I mean, I was just up a few hours ago. I'm joking. But I'll say what I need to say. I need to pray. And sometimes it's quick. Sometimes I can't get away from it. And 3 o'clock passes. And 4 o'clock passes. 5 o'clock passes. 6 o'clock passes. And I get interrupted because the alarm on my phone is going off in the bedroom. And I go grab that. And finally, I feel a release. Or sometimes I don't feel a release. But there's an urgency that I've got to pray right now. And what I want to encourage us as people of God, some of you that are new converts in the house tonight, we need to be sensitive to that. And we need to be okay with, Lord, wake me up. I would dare say that if you haven't been woken up, you probably don't have the prayer life of just conversating with God. But if you conversate with God, the one that I began with tonight, if you communicate with God, he's going to do things like that because you're going to leave from that place to a different channel and to a different channel. And some people live in that channel of intercession. And so I want to encourage us tonight, let us get into that type of prayer. I'll give you a story. Many of you have probably read these stories, but that's all right. We're going to talk about them tonight. Sister Freeman, Sister Freeman, a missionary to South Africa, said her first trip over, overseas, she had their five children with her. Everyone of the children developed whooping cough, and the baby developed pneumonia. She had seen, she had some experiences that were pretty overwhelming. I knew my baby was dying, she said. When out of a ship, a some, out, I'll get this out in a minute, when out on a ship and someone dies, they bury them at sea. She had the horror of thinking and watching her child being thrown overboard in the ocean. She wrestled with this for many, many days and nights. And because they were all sick, she was so exhausted. She could not pray anymore. She knew to do what she needed to do was going to take her baby to bed. And she said this, she prayed, oh God, Lay me on somebody's heart. Let somebody, somewhere, pray for me. All of a sudden, it felt like a warm breeze blew into her cabin. She knew her babies were going to be okay. She knew that they were relaxed. She felt, she saw the babies relax into a normal breathing and into a normal sleep. Totally well. She received Six letters from widely separated areas. All of them said the same thing. Sister Freeman, what was wrong with you and your baby on this certain date? At a certain hour of the day. We were compelled to pray. There was that moment in whoever's life that they felt to pray. And they began to pray. And God showed up and did what he did. I want to tell you something. When you're sensitive, you may not know what the answer is. You may not know if the answer ever happens. But if you'll be sensitive to intercessory prayer, God will use you in intercessory prayer. Truth Church, you don't know who's lost. You don't know who's dying. You don't know who's broken. You don't know what backslider is contemplating suicide or contemplating coming back to church. But if we would be sensitive, as this story talked about, there's going to be a prayer answered. Amen. There's going to be something that begins to happen. Verbal being, verbal being told of praying for his sister. We were praying one night when all of a sudden a spirit of intercession hit and we went into deep travail. I felt death and did not know why. We prayed and it lifted for a moment. Then it hit again until we finally prayed through. We found out later that my sister 
was in a very dangerous situation. A man had escaped from prison and was, and was standing at her door, and she was alone. He walked around looking in her windows and came back to the door. He knocked, and when she came to the door, he turned to run. He stopped and turned as though he was coming back, then went on. Intercession also plays a role in seeing people pray through. And it also saves people's life. Isaiah 66 and verse 8 says this, For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her child. Ladies and gentlemen, we must learn how to travail. We must learn how to get into intercessory prayer. Now more than ever in the day and age that we live in, there are people that are broken and hurting and they need a church that knows how to pray in intercessory prayer. I know that there are people in this room tonight that you have in fact prayed for me. I had text messages last night. I was praying and I didn't know what it was and I was praying for Sister Ginger in the events that leading up to her transplant. I was praying, Pastor Darren, and this is what happened. And I'm just hoping that she's doing okay. I don't know all the situation. I don't know if it was that prayer that took us through the situation or not. But I can tell you, if you'll be sensitive to intercessory prayer, God will use you in that area. What am I trying to talk about tonight? Just what I have talked about in 2021. We must mature. We must mature in our prayer life. We must mature in talking to God and communicating with God and getting in the channels that approaches God. Channel 4. Somebody say channel 4. Thanksgiving. Sometimes the only channel God will accept is thanksgiving. One missionary was praying for a certain need when he saw an empty basket drop before her. She asked the Lord, Lord, what does that mean? The Lord said, Fill it with praise, and I will grant your request. Thanksgiving, thanksgiving can be the ultimate expression of faith. When we praise the Lord before, will we praise the Lord before the answer comes? That's the question that we must answer. God, I don't see anything. I don't see any answers. But, Lord, what I'm going to do is give you thanksgiving, and I'm going to give you praise. That's what I learned a long time ago as a kid. My brother-in-law Incredible youth pastor, taught me a whole, whole lot. And just yesterday, I gave away a book to someone that he gave me. His pastor and pastor's wife, Brother Dowdy and Sister Dowdy, she's going on to be with the Lord. But she wrote a book on prayer, and we have some of those around the church now. And in that book, it talks about giving thanksgiving. It talks about coming before the Lord with thanksgiving, thanking him before you ever see an answer. And I want to encourage you tonight, you may not feel an answer. You may not get an answer, but we must come before the Lord and say, Lord, I give you praise. I give you honor. I give you thanksgiving. I enter into your courts with thanksgiving and into your, into your courts with praise. I enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. I want to give you thanksgiving. And when we do that, that is one of the ways that Jesus Christ will accept our prayer. It is good to memorize scripture. It is good to Memorize thanksgiving scripture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. We do that because when we don't know what else to pray, we feel like our prayer is hitting the ceiling. It may be that the only channel that God's answering that day is the channel of thanksgiving. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. He may want you to lift him up. He may want you to give him a hand clap of praise. He may want you to shout hallelujah. He may not want to hear any need that you have. He may just want to know that you love him and you're thankful for him. Can we give him thanksgiving for a moment right here in the... Praise God. Changing, changing channels. As with everything pertaining to the kingdom of God, we must learn to be led of the Holy Ghost as to which channel to use. It is possible and even probable that we will be led into different channels 
in any given prayer session. And I want to stop for a moment and get ready to end. If I could have a musician come. That is something as apostolics we must learn to do. We must learn as men and women of God to be able to change into a different channel when the Lord begins to prompt us. I talked about it just a moment ago. When we come to an altar call, when God begins to move upon a heart and a spirit and a mind, and we come with a focused prayer. We come, we've heard the message, we've heard the man of God preach, and we, we know what we need to come and pray about. We can come and pray about that, but when the spirit comes in and it begins to nudge you, Sister Cooper, when it, Brother James, when it begins to move upon you and it wants you to move into a different realm, a different area, a different channel. Be sensitive enough to the Holy Ghost to move into that different channel. Don't just feel, well, I've prayed my prayer and I'm done. I've prayed what I've needed to pray, so I'm going to stop now. No, let the Holy Ghost begin to lead you into a different channel. I'm, I'm okay, Lord, with changing the channel. I'm okay with moving to a different area because I want, there's a need in this house. There is a, man, I need to pray for something. Be okay with that. Oh, but the music's not right. Well, that's not even what he preached about. That's not even what I was feeling. But you feel the presence and the power of God nudging you. That's apostolic, ladies and gentlemen. And it's okay to say, Lord, are you moving me there? If that's where you're moving me, then I'm going to tarry right here in this altar. I'm going to tarry right here in my prayer closet. I'm going to tarry right here in my living room, wherever it is, and move into that different channel. Because God is wanting to communicate with you, and he's wanting to use you to help somebody else. Amen? It is us. That's what he uses, that intercessory prayer. He uses a human person to make intercession for someone else. Is there, are there inter, any intercessors that are going to make intercession for the transgressor? Is there anybody that's going to call on the name of Jesus? Or are we too focused on what we're praying about? Are we too focused on what, what our need is? When Jesus is saying, hey, I need you to move into this different chan channel. I need you to move into this different place because that's where God's at. And he's waiting on you and he's waiting on me. Channels, channels of approaching Jesus Christ. Can you stand to your feet all across the building right now? What I want us to do here at the conclusion of this service is that fourth channel, channel of thanksgiving. I want us to move into that right now. I'm not trying to make anything happen. What I want you to do is I want you to lift your hands. I'm going to be intentional about this ending of our service. I want you to shut everything else out, job, commute, traffic, dinner that burned, whatever it was. I'm hungry right now. Whatever the, shut all of those things out. And what I want you to do without the perfect song, without the perfect drum beat, all I want you to do is I want you to pray in thanksgiving. I want you to quote those scriptures to the King of kings and the Lord of lords about thanksgiving. I want you to let him know, Lord, I come before you right now thanking you for the breath that I have in my life. I'm thankful, Lord, for my children. I'm thankful for a church that knows who you are, the one and only true God. I'm thankful, Lord, that we are a church that makes room for the broken and the hurting. I'm thankful, Lord, that you still heal today. I'm thankful that you still work miracles today in 2022. And, Lord, I am thankful for you leading me and guiding me and directing me into where I am right now. You have ordered my steps for this moment, Lord, and I'm thankful. I'm here, Lord, in your kingdom. I'm here, Lord, to do your will, and I'm thankful, Jesus, for that. Can you do that right now? Come on, all across this building. Come on, ladies. Come on, gentlemen. Would you give him thanksgiving right now? Would you give him thanksgiving right now? Lord, I thank you. I honor you, Lord. I'm giving you that ultimate expression of faith. I am truly thankful for who you are, Jesus. I'm truly thankful, God, for your excellent greatness. I'm truly thankful for your peace that passeth all understanding. I'm thankful for the infilling of the Holy Ghost. I am thankful for the Spirit, Lord, the Spirit that moves and touches and ministers, oh Lord. 
I am thankful we're a church and men and women, Lord, no, I'm not naive enough to think that it's everybody. But Lord, I am thankful for those that have made a commitment to 24-hour prayer. I am thankful for those, oh Lord, that have made a commitment to be a part of men's and ladies' prayer. I am thankful, Lord, for those that have made it a point I'm going to be a part of church-wide prayer. I am going to make intercession. I am going to seek your face. I am going to move in the different channels of prayer, oh Lord, because I want to be most effective when it comes to touching you and to talking to you. I'm thankful, Lord. I truly am thankful, Lord, for all that you've done and all that you will do in my life. Lord, I am thankful that my steps are ordered by you. I am thankful, Lord, that my life is ordered by you. And Lord, I am asking right now that I will continually be that kind of man. I want to be a man of thanksgiving. I want to be a prayer warrior of thanksgiving every single day. Lord, when I walk in to my prayer closet, before I ask you of anything, Lord, I want to make sure that I'm thankful. I'm thankful for people that are in this building right now that have caught the vision of Truth Church. They have caught the vision of sharing the truth in love. I am thankful, Lord, for our executive team and our dream team, all of our volunteers. I'm thankful, God, that they have caught the vision. I am so thankful, Lord, for a church that knows how to pray and others that are learning how to pray. Thank you, Jesus. This past year, Lord, I am thankful for those that have learned how to study your word. They've learned how to get into the word to find out more of the wonderful well of knowledge that is there. Thank you, Jesus. And I am thankful for those that are challenging themselves, challenging themselves to pray, challenging themselves to touch the hem of your garment, challenging themselves or to enter into a channel of thanksgiving, a channel, Lord, of, of intercession. Lord, and those individuals that have signed up for intercessory prayer, God, I am thankful for that because, Lord, that lets me know there's hope. There's hope for the transgressor. There's hope for our waters of baptism to be troubled. There's hope for every backslider that has left Truth Church, oh, Lord, over the past decade. Lord, they're going to come back in Jesus' name. I believe that. Hallelujah. 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 Would you thank him right now? Would you clap your hands unto the Lord, all you people? Come on, would you give him a shout of praise? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Before we close out tonight, maybe it's going to be hard for you. Maybe it's something you're not familiar with, but maybe some of the things that I've talked about tonight have given you some familiarity with intercession. But if you would, with every eye closed in the building, you think of someone, whether they're in this immediate area, or whether they're family members that live in another state, you know that they're lost out with God or they've never known you in the power of the Holy Ghost, known Jesus in the power of the Holy Ghost, I want us right now to make intercession for them. I want you to pray earnestly for a moment. We're not going to tarry very much longer. I understand it's 8.02, but right now, just for a moment, I want you to pray for that. Some of you that are in the building, I want you to pray for our, make intercession for our baptismal tank on Sunday. It's been way too many Sundays, in my opinion, since somebody's been baptized in Jesus' name. I want you to make intercession that our waters of baptism will be troubled specifically this Sunday. Can we do that right now for the next five minutes or so? Can we make intercession? Allow yourself to move into a place of intercession. Think on that individual right now that doesn't know you and maybe they've given you a bad report. No, I, I, I don't care about God or no, I don't do the God thing anymore. No, church, I tried that one time. It doesn't work for me. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I, you know the family that I'm thinking of right now. Lord, I know you know the thoughts. You know everything that goes on in our mind. You know the need before we even think to ask it. But God, 
the family that I'm speaking of right now, Lord, would you go to where they are? Brokenness is coming. Lord, division is coming. But Lord, I'm asking you right now, as I did this morning, in the name of Jesus, Lord, would you bring healing? Would you bring restoration to the family? Would you bring restoration to the children? Would you bring healing to the marriage, oh Lord? Would you bring restoration to the soul right now? Lord, I'm talking about that initial moment, that very first time that they ever found you. The very first time that they ever talked to you and the Holy Ghost swept over their spirit and their mind. Lord, that moment, I want it to be revisited again, but I want it to be greater. I want it to be more passionate and more intense. I want them to know. I want them to know beyond a shadow of doubt that you're the same yesterday. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever, oh God. I want them to be restored. The years, the decades, and the canker worm and the palmer worm have destroyed. People say it. Believe I've heard it three times now. As we prayed, somebody said, Before it's too late, God, I heard another one speaking a moment ago. Before it's too late. In this congregation alone, I'm not gonna look, but I know so many children that are now adults. Some strung out on drugs, some just have no real desire, excuse after excuse to not come to the house of God. Church, before it's too late, we better be intercessors. One thing I stated tonight, I want to state it again. He doesn't care until we care. He doesn't care until it's a burden in our heart and our spirit. He 
want your son saved, you want your daughter saved, you want the person that got the Holy Ghost right beside you, that maybe went through first steps with you, went through a home Bible study with you, you want them saved. We better learn how to intercede as a body of Christ. I'm not getting on to anybody by any means, I promise you that, but church, we've got to learn how to come to 24-hour prayer. We've got to learn how to come to weekly prayer every Sunday morning. It's only 30 minutes. It's only 30 minutes. If you want to come for an hour, more than welcome. But we've got to learn to pray. Yes, it's very important to pray by yourself. It's very important to have your own prayer time. But it is extremely important to be unified as a body. it's going to be too late too, too soon and there needs to be people in this house that are calling on the name of Jesus Christ for every prodigal every wayward and every lost soul in Jesus name Lord I thank you for this evening I'm thankful for the men and women of God that are here tonight I hope somehow through it's broken delivery that people gain some kind of knowledge about channels of approach to you. And Lord, I hope and pray that we will, in the next weeks, as we lead up to our consecration week, that we would put these things into action in Jesus' name. That we would gain the knowledge we need to gain. We need to read the book and read books about prayer. Then, Lord, whatever we got to do, let us do it. If we need to talk to people that are more in tune in prayer life than we are, Lord, let us do what we got to do that we may be effective when we come before you in our prayers. God, I honor you and I give you thanks. And once again, I'm thankful for this body. Thankful for those that have joined us online. In Jesus' name, can we all say amen?